0: This week on The Pun is Mightier. New movies are out. LeBron James. The Red Sox are winning games. This is The Pun is Mightier. Hello and welcome to The Pun is Mightier, the wordplay about podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm not that sore from hiking Michael. Thanks for all your support this week. More people tuned in this week than for any episode before please continue to support us by listening every week and spreading the word please folks remember to hit that
1: share button on Facebook it's important also if you like our puns online come out to Peddler Brewing on Wednesday night at 7pm for
0: Pundemonium Seattle's monthly pun slam hey that's where you and I met Michael yes sir Uh, so come on by for the puns stay for the drinks be there or beer square So, Michael,
1: uh, what's been going on in your life this week? Well, in my life this week, I have not gone to Seafair, but I've heard all the jets going over my head, over my house. Pretty scary sound. Pretty cool sound, but pretty scary overall. As you're going to mention, I did some very physical labor with you this week. Mm -hmm. Sounds very shady. Um, (laughs) I did some hiking yesterday over at Talapus Lake and Oliopi Lake. My glutes are now killing me. I have sore buns, you could say, and really just enjoying the last month of this summer. And it's a blast, so I don't know if you've gotten out lately, but how's your week going, Adam? Um,
0: Week's been going... It's pretty swimmingly. Uh, I just moved to a new neighborhood. My bed still has yet to be assembled, so I've been Matt resting on the floor. Uh, Also... I yes sometimes get a little political on this epi- on this podcast. Um, I attended a political rally yesterday for Sarah Smith, who is a candidate for Washington's 9th congressional district. Sarah is running for Congress to give a voice to young people like us, like Michael and me, because, in her words, all Americans, irrespective of their income, race, religion, gender, or sexual orientation, deserve a dignified life. So hey. This wordsmith supports Sarah Smith. Go vote, Washington. And now on to our first segment of the week. Pon news news. 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 Apple this week made news by becoming the first trillion-dollar company in human history. This means that their market capitalization, the total value of all their outstanding shares, has eclipsed $1 trillion and shot them into the history books. The iPhone maker is not the only company to have approached the trillion-dollar mark. Microsoft approached the historic value during the peak of the dot-com bubble in the late 1990s, only to tumble when the stock market dropped. To give you a little Windows into the current race, Microsoft is approaching that value again. Still below Apple and a couple others, but they're approaching the surface. Amazon, however, sits in second place in this race to the top. They're in prime position to make it over the hump as well, with a market cap of $895 billion. They'd best not ship the bed. <laughs> At a billion dollars, I'm sure they have
1: plenty of jobs to go around. I also had heard that comedian Daniel Tosh, I found out, invested a good deal of money into the company. He was seen with a woman on both arms when the news came out. Quite the Mackin' Tosh. <laughs> That's right. Transitioning. Other news this week. LeBron James has opened the I Promise School in Ohio. He is driving back to the community. Driving. As giving back to the community <laughs> and offering others the opportunity to get free education, schooling, after-school help, and so much more. Naturally, a moment like this couldn't be all that positive as President Trump used it as an opportunity to insult LeBron James' intelligence, also Don Lemon's as well. They need to make a new book with his tweeting adventures. It would be quite the, a chronicle. Uh, yeah. Uh, in what seems par for the course his wife Melania Trump has posted praise and support for LeBron James the NBA world has his back as well if Donald keeps alienating himself he'll find his friends group quite barren
0: Ooh, from my perspective, the amazing part of this is that LeBron's school is fully integrated with the Akron Public Schools. It's not a private school, nor is it a charter school, which seems to be at odds with the wishes of the Secretary of Education. Well, who's DeVos now? (laughs) Not Tony Danza. I like that. Uh, In other news, the NRA has announced they're facing a financial crisis due to a campaign by New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to discourage business dealings between financial companies and the NRA. The NRA believes that Cuomo has them in his crosshairs. The organization has come out with a statement saying that Governor Cuomo is trying to stifle their First Amendment rights because they seek to protect Americans' Second Amendment rights. Now, remember that New York was once the home of Alexander Hamilton, whose duel with Aaron Burr is both the stuff of legend and the finale of a rather successful musical. Now I want to make some Hamilton puns, but I think I'm throwing away my shot. Not going to throw away my shot, right? Exactly. (laughs) There we
1: go. And those who are brushing this aside need to realize that it seems like Cuomo is trying to silence an entire group. He's really barreling down on them. Pew, pew, pew. Ooh, safety's off. Ooh, dangerous. Positive news, though, from the Hudson River. Say what? You didn't think you'd hear that that often? An eight-and-a-half-inch oyster has been pulled from the river, which ecologists are proclaiming as a bright sign for the waterway. That sounds huge. Eight-and-a-half <laughs> inches. That's like mostly a, most of a forearm. That, I, I don't even want to go there. Almost a five-arm. <laughs> it's nice to see some non-political news come out of New York City. And it's great that it wasn't burrowed on the back page Bronx. The last good news I recall from the Hudson was when Captain Sully Sullivan landed a commercial airliner on it. Obviously, quite the
0: tale. But I'm happy the river has something else really bowing for it lately. Oh, I'm sure there's other news coming out of New York, Michael. After all, they say that in New York, the world is your oyster. So long as you don't clam up and stay at home. Big city. A lot of people. Huge city. Um, Speaking of things that are not city, Patrick Stewart this week announced a return to one of his most famous roles. CBS has brought back Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, to lead a new Star Trek show about Jean-Luc Picard. This will be Stewart's first appearance as Captain Picard since Star Trek Nemesis was released in 2002. This is a great time for Stewart to return to the role as he now has the opportunity to reach the next generation of Star Trek fans. With their online all-access service, CBS is really trying to bring Star Trek's heady sci-fi back to the masses. Now, this is quite the enterprise, as Star Trek is now identified more with J.J. Abrams' interpretation than the original cast. Frankly, I'm still pining for Nimoy and Chatner. Chris Pine, love the guy. And it's great to see Stuart bringing
1: back one of his X-Men (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know. I'm sure the network did their research prior to making such a decision. It probably was a lot of
0: data to pour over. So I wonder if they really went through a bunch of different actors that they could have used to replace Picard um, and, you know, chronicled it. It could have been their star log.
1: Ooh.
0: Wow. Well, beam
1: me up to that one right there. The new film, Christopher Robin, debuted this weekend. It looks like a pretty cute spin on an old Winnie the Pooh story. What's really cool is that the characters come out into our real world, so pretty cool graphics. The film introducing a new character to spice things up. I think it's a duck. I forget its name, though. It starts with an F. It is an E or maybe a T. I forget. Yeah. The Disney film is being banned from China as Winnie the Pooh has become a symbol of the anti-government resistance. I hear that Disney was not shocked by this and isn't on their knees Beijing to get
0: on their screens. Ooh, now, I haven't read or watched any Winnie the Pooh material in probably about 20 years. Even with all my research, Michael threw this at me and I'm at a loss for Pooh puns. Michael, I rue the day you stump me. Ah, well, I'll stand here and take my heffa lumps. You You piglet. And now on to our second segment of the day.
1: The pun this week comes from Jay-Z from the song Brooklyn Go Hard. The pun is, I father, I Brooklyn dodger them, I jack, I rob, I sin. Aw, man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Except when I run bass, I dodge the pen. Michael,
0: I don't think you could have said that any wider. Thank you, I... Tried to keep it very paced well. It was nice and measured. Thank you very much. Listen to the original song. It's not quite as measured. It's better. Yes, it is. So, okay. So, Michael, um, when we hear this lyric, when we looked up this lyric, uh, what was the first thing that came to your mind? The first thing that came to my mind is that somehow
1: there was a Hall of Famer, Jackie Robinson, within this lyric, within this pun, and I thought that was pretty cool, but you don't think of him and think of laughter and good
0: times right especially if you've seen the movie 42 it's a little uh difficult to watch not very much haha is that the actor from black panther yes yes it is there we go chadwick boseman who's playing like every famous like really famous really important black character and he's done it all in the span of like three years he was thurgood marshall and then jackie robinson wow yeah like really it's and he's King T'Challa. No, it's funny. You don't see Denzel really covering a lot of like famous African actors. He does a lot of original characters. That's true. Um, all right. Well, the I, when I looked at these lyrics, um, I started to see all the different ways that you could interpret the different words. So, uh, for example, Jay-Z says that he... Uh, runs base, except when I run base, I dodge the pen. So, in this case, we're hinging on the two different meanings of the word base. Base, like baseball. Home run. And then base, like free base, crack cocaine. Don't do drugs. Yeah. He also says, uh, when I run base, I dodge the pen. So, he made a reference earlier to the Brooklyn Dodgers, which was the team that Jackie Robinson so memorably played on. And when you think of the pen, of course, you think of the bullpen. You think of a safe place on the baseball
1: field. But in this case, with Jay Z, the pen and base—you're
0: trying to avoid the penitentiary. penitentiary. That's right. Yeah, um, it's really. This is a really cool uh, wordplay in my in my mind because it's a it's a homophone pun like we always talk about, but it's a multi-syllabic homophone Whew. pun, and. I didn't even notice this until
1: Adam pointed it out. I was just going through the lyrics in my basic blah
0: white I jack, I rob, I sin wasn't putting it together. Right. But he says I Brooklyn Dodger them and he's referring to, you know, dodging the cops. Um, I jack, I rob, I sin. Each when you take that phrase together, then you are he is saying I Jackie Robinson. It is pretty awesome to think about that. And I thank Adam for pointing that out
1: to me. I was amazed by that. This week's podcast could have been brought to you by Red Star Taco Bar.
0: Adam said that we should save them for a show in the future. So here we go. You know, Michael, I forgot about that. I guess you're right. This would be a great opportunity for us to taco about them. I really think they help to keep our puns crisp. And let us be ourselves. Now, Red Star is conveniently located in the heart of Seattle's Fremont neighborhood with a variety of Mexican foods and a liquor menu liable to tequila, Lesser Man. Ooh, they have a Taco Tuesday where they also play movies. Some are good. Others, honestly, are really cheesy. You know, I looked them up, and their website says they have other events, too. If they sponsored us, we could talk more about them. They
1: actually host trivia on uh, Monday nights. I've covered there. So I've hosted trivia. I have been inside of you, Red Star Taco Bar, and worked for you. We're going to bury-toe that information. Yeah. And if you want to sponsor our podcast, we can say Rice Thinks About You as well. <laughs> Send us an email at the Podcast at gmail.com. All right, Michael. Uh, let's wrap it up. Bag it up,
0: man. And now on to our third and final segment of the day.
1: The Pun-Off. The Pun-Off is our third and final round where Adam and I will go back and forth in a two-minute pun-for-all battle. The idea we got from the Peddler Brewery in Ballard. And you out there will vote and tell us who do you think captured your hearts and did the best job with this random topic.
0: Yeah. um, Now that I've finally managed to unpack a whole bunch of my stuff, we are back to using the Punderdome box that was purchased for us by friend of the pun, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. So, Uh, Without further ado, Michael, are you going to put two minutes on the clock for us? I'm just doing
1: that right now. Um, I have 2.30 on there because I host trivia, and 2.30 is for the
0: questions. But two minutes. Two minutes on the clock. Our topic of the day is... Movies. Two minutes to go. All right. Uh, If you do not like this topic, and if we both struggle at this topic, we will avenger in the bonus content. Yes, because if we struggle, you may look at us and say, we are the quick and the dead. Quick and the dead? It's a movie. Oh. Uh, With your dry sense of humor, sometimes I look at you and I would think of you as irony, man. (laughs) My shirt's
1: a bit wrinkled for that. But I think if we frame it differently, we can figure it out.
0: Uh, Don't shoot me, Adam. Oh, jeez. I'm just trying to analyze this, Ooh. and then I'll try to analyze that. Uh,
1: well, hey, I would say if you gave me
0: a dime and I broke it in half, I'd have two nickel sons. Nice. Um, interestingly, I once was offered—I was given the opportunity to eat human, and I could pick which one, like who I wanted to eat. So I could have uh, eaten the children of this family. But instead, I decided to meet the parents. Can you milk me, Fokker?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, um, I decided to bring a guest speaker to class. That would be Hannibal Burris. Uh-huh. It was a Hannibal lecture. Nice.
0: Did he uh, make everything go a little sideways? Uh, just, um, I mean, this is really up in the air. Emma, what's going to happen here? Oh, wait, hang on. I'm going to string three together. You ready? Go for it. Okay. So if gravity makes you go sideways, then you might have to adaptation in (laughs) order to walk on the walls. Dude, you're just Tom cruising along here. Yes.
1: And something about the moon. I would say T. Hanks. (laughs) That would be two minutes
0: of us actors actresses titles movies overall good job adam yeah great job michael so hop on our facebook page uh give us some feedback give us some comments and let us know who won facebook.com slash the pun is mightier podcast
1: this week's episode was written and performed by me adam engel and me michael zelino this week's episode was recorded in
0: seattle our theme music today was performed by blanket music for more about The Pun is Mightier, visit facebook.com slash The Pun is Mightier podcast. Look for us again
1: on Friday for this week's bonus, bonus episode.
0: For The Pun is Mightier, this has been Adam. And this has been Michael. Have a good week, y'all. Toodles.